Welcome to Officially Underqualified, where two mates discuss with their limited experience and zero qualifications the ins and outs of sport, life, business, and events transpiring in the world today. Welcome to the very first episode of Officially Underqualified. Feels a little bit like deja vu. It does. It does, doesn't it, mate? Yes. My name is Matthew White and I'm your host and with me is my co-host, Greg Cachel. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm very well. I'm deja very vu. Well. It is deja vu yes. all over again. I'll start. So it's really just two guys sitting in a room talking shit effectively about sport, life, business and whatever tends to cross our minds. Well, it's all we do anyway. We were, we were doing it for free. We thought we might as well record it. Yes. As is you and I believing that we're super important. You know, yes. Other, other people need to hear our opinions. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> With zero backing or uh, experience No or qualification. Yeah. That's why we're underqualified. But we're always right. Well, this is it. So I've, never, I've never lost an argument with <laughs> myself. No. Yeah. Never lost an argument. Same as I never knock myself back. Yeah, well, every yeah. time. Yeah. Well, that's it. I'm very easy. So anyway, what do we do? Greg, you're a pest guy. Yes, I'm a pest guy. I'm a business owner. As are you, business owner. Yep. And uh, we're just, we're in that field. We've, we've, you and I have both played sport at a reasonable level across multiple codes, which causes us to be um, sport obsessed. I'll watch anything. I'm addicted to F1. Watch the baseball, NRL, soccer, the English Premier League, anything. Chinese ping pong, if it's on. Yeah, I hate I, AFL. Yeah. I hate AFL. I draw the line at AFL. That's the line in the sand for me. You know how bad I am? I've started to nah. I've started to watch it. Do you know, it was that argument where someone would say to me, mm. you've got to go and see it live. I've se- I've been to five games live. Right. I'm yet to see a whole game of AFL. Because you keep leaving? Yep. It is long. Yeah, mate, I don't get it. Mm. I don't get it. I get it. And this is the, this is, so this is the thing recently... My, one of my best mates, um, David, he's, he's hardcore into it, loves it. I gave it a chance, sit down, have a few beers. Maybe I was drunk, maybe. It always maybe, helps. Maybe that helped. Always, um, that's but, how he got married. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things. He, you know, he explained the intricacies of the game, and I went, okay, now I understand why that was a good play and that was a bad play. And then we did the reverse because it was an experiment. And he had no idea watching NRL, you know, that I'm watching the ruck and I'm watching who, who won that play the ball. And he's like, what do you mean, who wins a play the ball? I'm like, well, you know, the attacker fan elbows and knees, quick play the ball, you know, number nine can scoot out, get the defence on the back foot, and then it turns into pressure or a try yeah. four tackles later. Yeah. He had no idea. Yeah. And I went, oh. So once I realised he had no idea what I was talking about, I went, well, maybe I don't have an idea what he's talking about. And it was a very rare moment of self-reflection for me. <laughs> well... One of three, I think. <laughs> My wife was jealous. Yes. Yeah, she's never seen one. Anyway, so she's yeah. seen, I reckon she's seen quite a bit of your self-reflection. Yeah, she's seen my reflection. Yeah, when you're doing your hair and yeah. <laughs> trimming your beard. Yeah, it's the it's the mirror on the roof that gets it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, no, I've started to I've started to watch it. Oh, look, I'm not into it, but I'm getting it. I'm getting it. You got to you got to give it a go. I keep hearing that, and no, I'm not going to give it a go. The last game I watched was when the Swans watched the grand, uh, played the grand final and won. Right. I had a thousand drinks, enjoyed it as everyone else did. I became a uh, Bloods fan for three hours, mm. and now I just I can't do it. I've I've got too many other things in my life that I waste time on without wasting it on AFL. Yeah, but anyway, that's fair. Yeah, that's just me. I'll give you that. That's just me. 
Yeah, so I'm a bit the it same. It does worry me that in this podcast, I'm the AFL guy, though. <laughs> That's well, terrifying. I think what we'll probably find is well, we very rarely touch on the subject. Well, I think what we might do is we'll have to get some AFL fans in. That's a good point. We'll get them in. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll say we don't know anything. Look, tell, I prefer, me, tell me why this isn't bad. I prefer we did that remote because I don't think I'd like <laughs> to be in a room with them. So, yeah, look, I'm a, I'm a big sports fan. I'm the same. I, I, I essentially will watch anything apart from AFL. I'm mm-hmm. big in the F1. Mm. Uh, and that's new to me. The F1 is new to oh, me. Oh, it's new to you? Yeah. From okay. Dri- Drive to Survive on Netflix yes. turned me into an F1 fan. Okay. Team? Uh, uh, well, I'm a Ricardo guy just because he's Australian. Yeah. So it's... Sure. Look, I'm new to it. So I'm yeah. like, I just follow the... The shiny new thing and Ricardo's yep. terrible. Are you are you a, are you a Ricardo guy or are you like a manufacturer? Like oh, I like. Oh no, I think I'm just yeah. a Ricardo guy. If he was yeah. with Red Bull, I'd be following Red Bull. Yep. If he's he's now with McLaren, so I'm quite interested in what McLaren's doing. My wife has a serious crush on Daniel Ricardo. It's hard not to agree. Uh, he's he's a good looking fellow. He's, he's got a beak on him though. He's a sexy man. He's got a beak on him. He's got enough money to fix that. He's got a rig too. Yeah, no, and he's a good fella. Mm. Like, if you watch that drive yeah. to survive, he seems like a really good knockabout bloke. Oh, look, yeah, if you're going to do a shoey on a podium. Yeah, hats off. Ten. Hats off. Ten. Hats off. <laughs> what do you give it, Bubba? Yeah. Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, look, look, my first love was rugby union. It's not now. Mm. I'm now, now watch way more NRL than I do rugby union. Yeah. Uh, like I, I love the, the baseball. World. Love mm. the baseball. Big on the baseball. Got an MLB TV subscription. I'm obsessed. Ah. So I listen. I watch it and I listen. If I, I would listen or watch, yep. at least 130 games a year. Yeah, parts thereof. Okay. So I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, I really do like it. But look, when it's when it's cold and wet on a weekend, it's mm. the NRL that really floats my boat. Mm. I'm a manly fan. Yeah, me too. That's hard to. Well, uh, no, I know you're not a manly. I'm an fan. NRL fan. Yes. Yes. I'm a manly fan coming from the northern beaches of Sydney, mm-hmm. and my friends would. Uh, Call me a, uh, a fair weather supporter because mm. I don't go to 13 games a year at Bookie Oval. Well, yeah. It's hard now that I'm on the Gold Coast, but even when I lived 10 minutes from the Oval, I, I rarely did. But do it's you, such a good sport do you to go watch see on Manly, TV. Do you go see Manly when they're on the I Gold Coast? I've actually seen probably more Manly games on the Gold Coast. Right, because you can't miss that one. Well, you can't. I've yeah. got to go to that one game a year. It was good last year when they were down 24-6 at half time and ended up winning... 54, 24, or whatever. Classic Titans. Yeah, very classic Titans. I think there was more than just one guy vaping in the toilets at halftime then. Yeah. Yeah. Too early. Don't go there yet. No. It's plenty all, of, plenty all of time for that. Yeah, plenty yeah. of time, plenty of time. Sugar, so anyway, Sugar Proctor and he's got nothing else on. Well, this is it. <laughs> Get him in. This is it. He's on The Simpsons, isn't he? Sideshow Bob. So let's crack on. And let's, obviously, you're a Queenslander. I'm a New South Welshman. Yeah, I'm a winner. You're a loser. Yep. And... Yeah, well, I was at the game, mm. and that's now the third decider I've been to at Suncorp, and it will be the last game three yes. that I will go I, to at Suncorp. I will be financially supporting you to go to every def- decider from now on. Look, <laughs> it wasn't a lot of fun. It was hard yes. to be there. I was with a group of 36, mm. well, 34 New South Welshmen and two Queenslanders. Oh, good. And good. it was hard to watch. Yeah. In fact, after half time when the game started, it was quite obvious that Queensland were going to win. Really? Yeah. In at the game, New South Wales were walking. Yeah, New South okay. Wales were doing nothing in attack. Yeah. Queensland wanted it more. It mm. was hard to watch. I just said to the guys next to me, I said, "Look at them. They're walking." Like even Isaiah Yo, mm. he was walking. Well, it's hard, man. How much of that do you put down to the fact that Queensland kept turning them around? Oh no! Look. And kept kicking into the corner, and they went, "These guys are bigger. 
we need to wear these boys out. Mate, I've never seen more dumb decisions on a football field than what happened with New South Wales. The Crichton pass over the, you know, back when he's getting tackled. Mm. The Luai throwing it in 10 metres out and throwing it over the sideline. Mm-hmm. They just did dumb things. They didn't deserve to win. True. and But he, but here's my... Does that happen if they're not under so much pressure? Look, I know... And look, I think that was kind of the game plan... There's no doubt. ...from Queensland. It was very, it was very clear game plan. Very obvious to anyone that's watched footy. It's like, oh... They're doing different shit than game two. Yeah, they're bustled. Like they were bustled out of it in game two. Yeah, they're kicking to the corner yeah. and they're pressing hard yeah. into that corner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I think that New South Wales weren't really ready weren't really ready to do the tough stuff. Yeah. And that was obvious. And five minutes after half time, it was obvious in my eyes, it was obvious Queensland were gonna win. It was really, really will, bitter pill to swallow. I will say this though, New South Wales defence, whilst maybe they didn't look that great in attack, I mean, that was a seriously was, good defensive effort. Queensland know, had a lot of ball. For sure. They should have won by 30 it points. It was just a good game. It was a good was game. Was it a good game? It was I, a look, great. It was a very good game. And I'll tell you how it was a good game. I I'll don't tell agree. You why. I don't I'll tell agree. you why. Obviously, you don't agree because you're a New South Welshman. It was such a good game. I thought game two was a good game. <laughs> yeah, you would. But rather than being results focused, I, my reference on whether it was a good game was I had New South Wales mates being like, hate it. Fucking good game though. I had AFL mates going. I actually got into that. I went really that like uh, one of my mates, Paul, who just doesn't get it. He's a, he English Premier League AFL guy. That, there he's too. He, wow. You know, like how he, are you mates with him? Yeah. Well, you know, he drinks a lot. <laughs> Big gin. Yeah. But uh, even he sort of turned it on because he's like, oh yeah, I'll watch it. You know, I'll watch the first half. And he goes, it's the first time I've I've watched eighty minutes. Of rugby league because I was like, holy shit, these guys are bashing the hell out of each other. Yeah. Like he, he said, it was the most like of any anything he's ever watched before. He said that game was the most like just a war. Yeah, the bastard. We're other. just going to war. The bastard. I'm other. just going to throw my body at your body, and that's how it is. And that's what Origin's supposed to be. Yeah, there are a couple so, key moments. The 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 try right on half time mm. for you guys that was key. The the Tupo dropping of the bomb was key. Mm. Like mm. I think the game turns out differently if you guys don't get that momentum swing. At halftime, yeah, it was those hard are, to watch. Those are the little things, yeah, it was hard to watch. But I'd be interested to get your thoughts on the sim binning. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how it works in the NRL anymore. Does, but if I'm getting, I, I don't know that the NRL knows how it works. No, nah, well they don't, and we'll get to that later on. Yeah, you're getting wailed on by Dane Gagai, mm-hmm. and you have to retaliate in defence. Mm-hmm. And you go to the bin. The mm. guy that comes over and tries to sleeper choke you to death mm. and take you to ground doesn't go to the bin. Mm-hmm. But the guy that is defending himself after being punched in the head five times mm-hmm. goes to the bin. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. No. How do you say that, though? Well, that you've left out key facts to make your argument. No, no, but I haven't. No, but I haven't. So it starts with Burton running back and doesn't accidentally, clearly just absolutely flattens a Queenslander on his way back. Dane Gagai sees that and reacts and then goes over and flattens him. They both get up with fist clenched, right? Yes, he got hit in the head five times. He threw five punches too. After he'd been hit. They just fucking missed. Yeah, in defence. They went one for one for one for one. It was like a hockey fight. One for one for one for one. Dane Gagai, just an old scrapper from way back, landed four out of five. Burton just air swung. Oh, no, he's a terrible fighter. Right? He'd look like he'd never fought before. It's all. It's been very clear for a really long time. You don't get penalised 
for the damage you cause. You get penalised for the act. If you throw a punch, no, the, the rule doesn't state you have to land one. Yeah, the but rule states if you throw a punch, you're in the bin. That's what the rule states. Yeah, I understand that. Right? But so is he just supposed to stand there and just get flogged? No. What's he supposed to do? Don't put yourself... Well... What's he supposed to do? Tough shit. What's he supposed to do? Not kick the guy on the ground as you're getting oh, back on the side. See, that's a queen. And then that, it doesn't kick off. That's a and then Queensland it doesn't kick off. opinion. And then it doesn't kick off. Please. Knee Tino? on the side of the head. Tino. Tino. Third on, man in. Does third man in not get penalised anymore? Hasn't thrown a punch. Now, no. here's the thing. Tap I'm, the head. I'm on the fence on this one. And... Yeah. Uh, you know, trying to be, trying to be, admittedly Queenslander, but trying to be unbiased. Yeah, I'm genuinely on the fence. No yeah. matter which side of the, and I, and I've got New South Wales mates that uh, are like Tino's. You know, nope, should have gone. Yeah. But then I've got one or two others that are like, yeah, well, see your point. Tino's come over, grabbed the guy closest to him, and wrestled him to the ground. Everyone's like, oh yeah, he held him back. If you actually have a look at the video, which I've done, the minute Tino gets involved, Burton never gets hit again. He didn't look good, but mm. if you watch it back, he grabs him and he wrestles him to the ground and he stops the fight mm. and he doesn't throw one. And I think that's why he stays on the field. Now, again, he yes, he's third man in and yeah, we put him in a headlock. But the minute he got there, the punches were... No one, no one landed another punch and, mm. the, and the fight was stopped. Yeah. So you could go either way. If Tino went to the bin, I'd probably, I'd probably be like, okay. If he doesn't go to the bin, I'm like, okay. That, that's one of those ones. Do but you know the, what was the interesting? Bunker, the bunker makes... Way worse to say. The, the fact that there was no penalty for Queensland for taking a player out as you're trying to get back on side anyway yeah. was also a thing yeah. that no, oh, one in, no one in blue wants to talk about, but we're all like, well, let's talk about that. So you can you can focus on that shit until you're blue in the face, really. Oh. No which, pun which, intended. Which is what this podcast is about. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, anyway, oh, look, that, that's my opinion. What do you yeah, think? No, no, no. Oh, look, is that fair? I, I just don't understand how a guy can be flogged and not be expected to throw a punch back. I don't get that. Mm. We're taught to defend ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so, but now the minute that someone punches you, you're supposed to stand like a crash chest dummy. I don't understand it. Look, and to be honest. I think, I think it's pronounced Nate Miles. <laughs> to be, yeah, well, yeah, no opportunity. <laughs> I, I think I think we will go spare if we try to analyse every decision that oh happens in the footy on the weekend. Yeah, But we're probably going to try to analyse a couple of them this week. Oh, you're just going to move past Origin? Is that it? Oh, look, I, I don't. I got no much. I don't have a lot more to say. I told La you I went to the game, ladies and gentlemen of our of our five listeners. We were going to talk Origin for a while, yeah. and Matt's just like ever it. so slightly just I'm going. Oh, yeah. so what about the poor thing that happened to poor Matt Burden? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what no, else is I, going look, on? I, I said I was at the game. <laughs> it probably wasn't the greatest game in the in the history of what Origin, whatever everyone is saying. And I don't think there's much more to talk about. Of course, you don't. No. Would you like to talk about some more? Mate, I'll talk about it all night. Yeah, I know you fucking would. What else you want to talk about? Let's talk about, let's talk about something that other people might be interested in. What about? What about Ben Hunt? Oh, don't get me started on Ben Hunt. Don't get me started. If I see that guy. Redemption. Oh, please. If I, if someone pulled him up on the street and said, hey, Benny, mm. Benny, mm. what would you prefer? Would you prefer scoring that try in the origin or not, not dropping the fucking ball in the grand final? What do you think he's going to say? Mate, I'm a Bronco fan. Yeah. What's he going to say? Yeah. It's not redemption. No. He's still Ben Hunt. Yeah. Well. Right? And if yeah. I see him score another try and kick the ball 50 yards into the freaking crowd, mm. like he did against Manly on the weekend <laughs> twice, right? Ben Hunt's dead to me. Triggered. He's probably a reasonable bloke. That's triggered. Yeah. <laughs> you got me started. Anyway, this is why we needed to stop about that. So...
PTSD is kicking in. I love it. Poke the bear. Let's talk about the NRL. <laughs> Let's talk about the NRL. Let's talk about the NRL. Let's talk about it. All right. So what do you want to start with? Oh. Do we start with something that's close? Don't get me started. Should we talk about something close to my heart or should we talk about probably the thing that started this week in the NRL? Well, I'd like to ask you a question. Yes. As a as a hardcore, as you say, hardcore, manly fan. Yeah. Go the Eagles. The rainbow jersey fiasco yeah. of 22, yep. which is how it shall forever be known. Yep. The fiasco of 22. Yep. Hashtag officially out of qualifying. Yep. So many questions. This does not surprise me in the least. Okay. Yeah. What's the What's the thing about this situation that has disappointed you the most? Is it the way they rolled it out? Is it the way they didn't even check in with their players? It's is it the way they didn't even consider how this would be responded by the community? I, I think. What is it? I think this is indicative of a football club with bad administration. Mm. This is indicative of a football club that really doesn't have its finger on any pulse. Mm. Whether it be the players, mm-hmm. whether it be the public, they got no idea what's going on. Miss the mark. I I get. I got no dramas about the the, the rainbow jersey at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But read the room. Yeah. Read the room. Mm. So do you not go to your playing group first and say this is what we're proposing? What they have done now, and and I and I'm not saying that I agree, that I am a hundred percent in agreement with what the players are doing. Mm. They're paid to play. Mm. Play. Mm. They should play naked if they have to. Mm. They're paid to play. Mm-hmm. I hate it when politics and sport get involved with each other. I yep. really hate it. This yep. doesn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. We hear enough of this bullshit every day without throwing it in with our sport. But Manly, read the room. Mm. You've got you've got these this group of Polynesian players. Mm which were obviously going to be against it. Mm. Yeah, we've lived the Izzy Falau debacle. We're doing it again. And Mm -hmm. think about the fans of Manly. They are legitimately forfeiting this week. Mm. They've already got a couple injuries. I can't believe they're playing still. That, for me... Well, the team isn't that bad. I know, but... That they've they've named, but, mate, seven first graders? But tell me what's worse, right? And, And... for those those listening, I literally watched the press conference on the way in to do this podcast with you oh, tonight. If you, if and I could not. I, well, here's my question, right? First of all, they don't consult the playing group. Then they just roll this decision out and force the playing group into a position and into a situation that they didn't ask to be put in. Then they turn around and they say, for use of a better term... Fuck you. We're going to play without you then. Mm. So I only just found out they were still going to play. Yeah. And I was already like, wow, they've done the wrong thing by the players. They haven't considered the fact that their opinion means something to them as a club. And in response to that move, they've gone, we're going to play anyway. But hang on a minute. You don't matter. But hang on a minute. Who did the fucking press conference? Mm. Des, Des Hasler and Daly Cherry Evans. Yeah. They didn't make the decision. No, nothing to do with them. They did not make the In fact, it was the HR. Hasler yeah. is supporting the players. Mm. And he's still got to go up. He badmouthed the club. Mm. I know. And, I and rightfully so. Yep. Like, they have, this effectively ends Manly's season if they lose this weekend. Mm. Like, they're going to rue 
They're going to rue this week. They're going to rue the Cowboys. Yeah. They're going to rue St. George. Yeah. There's six points that they could probably have had, and they're well and truly in the eight. They're knocking on the four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's think, annoying as a fan. I think as well, if you if the humanity comes into it as well, where those players in this space, they're going to be absolutely vilified. They're going to be absolutely vilified. They're going to be cast out. They're going to they're going to lose supporters, and this is why politics and football don't mix. Personally, I'm absolutely all for love who you want to be, be who you want to be, all cool, yeah. right? And I absolutely this is just a personal thing. Right? I don't want to get the podcast too uh, too political either. But personally, be who you want to be, be who with what be with who you want to be with doesn't affect me. Be happy. All cool. Yeah. And I respect that person's right to live whatever life they want. The beautiful thing about being in Australia is you've also got to say that to the person that disagrees with me, i.e. that manly player. Yep. And I don't think it's fair that now the internet and the world is saying, well, fuck those guys. Yeah. Because it's like, well, you can't do that. You don't realise you're being a hypocrite. Yeah. By saying, you're not being inclusive, so fuck you. Yeah. You're not then being inclusive, yeah. so they they deserve their right, and with, and this is the main reason you got to keep it out of football is because the beautiful thing about this country is we've got people from from all different places who believe all different things, and you just got to be respectful of that. Yeah, you can't expect someone that disagrees with something to wear a billboard for the thing. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, you can't. That would be like putting Christianity's the only way across the back of the Broncos jersey. And expecting Payne Haas to run out there. Yeah. He's not going to do that. And everyone's going to go, fair enough. It's the same thing. Well, so, the funny thing is, you know is that I mean? there's some players that won't wear the alcohol advertising. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a can of worms. It is a can of worms. It's a can of worms. But I agree with you. I, I think, think it's that, just about respect. You just got to yeah. respect that people are different. And, and you know what? It can end there. Yeah. That's cool. It never does, though. I oh, know, but it, but it could. It could end there, yeah. It's just be like, yeah, you don't believe what I believe, but you're not a bad bloke, so it's all good. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. You know? No, there's 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 actually, in a world in a world where there is far too much grey, mm. this is so black and white. It's so black and white. This is so black and white. Don't expect someone to wear a billboard for a yeah. thing that they don't agree with. Yeah, and it's, That's I, I don't it. know. It's, yeah, That's so anyway. It. I, it's hard to take as a, as a fan, as a human being. As a manly fan, as a manly fan, it's it, the whole thing's hard to take. Yeah, uh, it's not hard to take if you are on this side of the desk, um, listeners, and you have <laughs> quite a bit of money on the roosters. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I stopped the press conference halfway through. Might have got on thirteen plus. Might have got a couple of anytime try scorers. Uh, look, big win. Uh, Same game, multi. I've still got. I'm still holding some hope for Desi to pull a, ra- a rabbit out of the bag. Sports bet. We need a sponsor. <laughs> well, we need we need something. We need something. Okay, so then. Let's let's move on from that, and let's talk about the other farce All that right. is the West Tigers Cowboys game. Now this has been heavily in the news. The NRL oh, now man. come out. The NRL have now come out and said it should not have been a penalty. Mm. Thank you, thanks, Graham Annesley. This was one of the worst things I've seen on a football field. Mm. They were absolutely robbed. In Seamless, seamless transition there from our last topic. I've never seen the rugby league community un- so united yeah. than in this decision. Yeah. You had fans from both sides going, yeah, no. Nah. You had Cowboys fans going, that wasn't a Ben. Yeah. You had 
Melbourne Storm fans weighing in, yeah. going, holy shit. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's just, this is happening every week. The, the bunker was supposed to take out human error, and mm. it's increased it. Mm-hmm. It was funny, I was hearing Phil Gould, I was watching a YouTube clip today, and Phil Gould was saying that, there's a different set of rules from the on-field refs to the bunker. Mm-hmm. Like there's different interpretations, and I'll tell you what, he's right. Mm. I think personally, you got to fuck the bunker off. Use the bunker for tries. That's it. Mm-hmm. Let the game play. Yep. You know, the, it's always annoyed me that everything's down to the millisecond. It's yes. all slowed down to the millisecond. Mm-hmm. I never agreed with slow-mo try, mm-hmm. yes or no's, mm-hmm. playing in real time. Yep. The naked eye. Yep, agree. Same yeah. with same with head-high tackles. Yeah. You, if the ref, if you do a head-high, if you do a, an above-the-shoulders tackle to the point where the ref sees that and goes, whoa, yeah, penalty, Yeah. great. Fine, penalty, every day. If it's bad enough, send him to the bin. I'm all about it. Yeah. It's when the guy knows that someone's brushed his ear on the way down and he's fine and he stays down to give the bunker enough time to look at it. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, yeah, that forearm bounced off the ball, grazed three hairs on the back of his head and kissed his ear. That's a penalty. I'm going to say... And wh- you changed the game. But I'm going to say one thing here. They killed this game. They killed rugby league when they took fighting out of it. They killed it. Let me just explain this to you. There are zero repercussions for anything that happens on the field anymore. Yep. Kyle Felt doesn't milk that penalty because the next game, he, he gets wailed. He dies. He gets wailed. Yep. Mick Ennis doesn't have a career because someone destroys him. Mm-hmm. All these players that are milking and carrying on and tough guys mm-hmm. don't know what it's like. Mm. They've never been – it's like – it's yeah. like Mike Tyson. Yep. It's all fun and games so you get punched in the nose, mm. right? They've ruined the game. Try milking a penalty at Park Footy. Exactly right. Down at Burley yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Good luck. Exactly right. Good luck, champ. And this is it. And so... You will not leave. There is no repercussions anymore. So you can be the biggest dickhead on planet Earth and there's no payback. And it's... I get they want the kids to play and they want mums to like it and blah, 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 blah. Like, yes, that, there is that argument. There's also a lot of other sports you can play that mum likes. Yeah. Don't get into it if you don't want to get into a fight. Well, this is it. That like, was what it was, you know. You knew it was a tough 80s. game. Yeah. It's, it's like rugby. I'll use tough rugby game. as a good example. They take rucking. They take the contest out of the breakdown. Mm. Like, I used to love nothing more than treading on someone. Mm. It was my favourite thing to do. Yep. It was a joy. If I saw blood and ruck marks on someone's legs, never their heads. Mm. But disclaimer. If I if I could ruck someone, that was a joy. I remember teaching guys that were new to the game about the joys of treading on people. That was part of the game. And not only that, it sped the game up. Mm. Richie McCall wouldn't have played for twelve years and been the best player ever, because mm. he would have been spat out the back of about thirty rucks and he would yep. have gone, fuck that. Mm-hmm. They yeah. take the contest out of the game. If so you're now you're going to get rucked, you're going to get out of the way. Exactly. So now the ruck doesn't exist. So now it's just tackle, hit the ground, fan out, 15 on 15. Mm. It's like rugby shit now. Mm. Right? It's shit. Bring back the contest. And mm. it's the same. Like, don't even get me started on the officiating of rugby because it, that makes NRL look like the UFC. Yep. But are we over officiating all sports now? 
We're over officiating rugby league because you're taking a fast game. I, I believe this this point, these two points to be counterintuitive. They're making the six again rule, which we will fucking get to, Matthew. <laughs> They're making the six again rule. They're making the seven tackle set. They're making all these different. They're making the uh, turnover on fifth tackles just to play the ball, right? They're making all these rules to speed the game up. Yeah. But then they want to officiate it in slow-mo. Yep. And those two things don't fucking go together. And it winds me up. Do you know what it'd speed the game you up? You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't make the game breakneck speed. Yeah. And then slow it down frame by frame for a penalty. Yeah. You made it too quick to watch it. Yeah. Now you've made yourself a bunker. You need a bunker now because the ref can't see it because you made it too quick. Yeah. Right? Stop it. But you know what it slow the, the you know what it slow the game down? Cut the interchanges. Yep. Take four interchanges four. away. Make it six. Mm-hmm. Right. Tell you what, you'd see some of the little fellas carving up then. Geez, the last half would be interesting. It, and and that's what rugby league used to be. Yeah. You know, it used to be a grind until the last twenty minutes, and then yep. the little fellas would get on top. Yeah. And and not only that, what they've made rugby and, league and now, big, and the big fella with the engine. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Bradley Clyde. Right. Right. The Petro. Yeah. Ray Price, the guys that just went all day, right? What they've done now is they've made rugby league one size fits all. So your halfback's as big as your prop. Mm. Your wingers as bigger than your prop, mm. right? Where does the little guy get a go? Nowhere. Yeah, yeah. and that and that's that's proven when you look at the state of origin. They'll take they'll take any five eight and put him in centre. Yeah, you know they'll take any fullback and put him at five eight. They'll take any seven and put him at nine. Yeah, Ben Hunt. They'll yeah. take a seven and put him at nine. Yeah, he's a better nine. Much better. He doesn't him. know that though. He does. Everyone does. Well, he doesn't because he still wants to be a seven at St George. But you know, fuck Ben Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Shan't be a guest on Triggered. officially underqualified. Um, the Tigers thing back back on point. Yes. A. Kyle felt knows what he's doing. B. The guy's looking at the ball. He's got every every right to run to the ball. C. You're fucking kidding if you think that's going to decide a game. Here's an interesting one that, that Brandy said um, when I was watching on Fox Sports. No penalty was blown. No. Which means you can't challenge. What are they challenging? You can't challenge. The ref couldn't wait to take it to the bunker so that he didn't have to make a decision. Correct. He said, what do you want to do? The ref never blew a penalty. Yeah. If you look it back, which I have, yeah, he never blew a penalty. And the ref doesn't blow a penalty then. The clock runs out. It is, t- it is game over. And there have been multiple times where things have happened right at the end of the right at the end of the game where somebody's gone challenge, and the ref's gone. Game you over. can't challenge, challenge it, mate. The game's over. But right? not only that, now, why only, is that not? There was one second left on the clock when the ball was kicked. Yeah, that's right. So the minute it's kicked, it's game so, over. It's game over. Uh, it's not. The ball has to go dead. The ball has to become dead for it to be game over. Right, but I mean, like, he can play after the but siren. He can tackle as soon as he goes to ground. He's tackled. Correct. Game over. What they ruled was incorrectly was he was taken out. You know that guy catches it. He's yeah. not. He's not tackled yet. He's still live until yeah. someone puts a hand on him. Right. He was taken yeah. out before that. So I get that. But the, that was an interesting point for mine. It, there was no penalty blown. Therefore, the ref. You can't just stop the game. And be like, oh, do you guys want a challenge? Yeah. No. Be a man. Blow a penalty. Yeah. Right. No, well, he Mate, didn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. He didn't want to know about no, it. He didn't. But he's so scared now of making the wrong call because the NRL have, have put refs out to fucking dry. For sure. Anyway. Yeah. Get rid of the bunker. Yeah. Just 
stop these fucking ultra slow-mos, yeah, some people are going to get clipped. Yeah, you're going to miss some shit. But you know what? If there's one guy out there like Park Footy on Saturday, oh, they were offside. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. Ref can't see everything. Yeah. People get over it. Yeah. People are tough. Yeah. What they can't get over is when you have 18 views and you still get it wrong. Yeah. That's what oh, people can't get It's the get worst. Over. It's the worst. It's just, it's bullshit. But I anyway. I don't like agreeing with you. It's not a good colour. No, it's not. And we're probably going to agree here in a minute because we're going to move into... Caelan Ponga. <sighs> Wait. Is he done now? Has he had like his 17th concussion in his career and he's out forever? Maybe. Wouldn't that be a waste? He had a good origin. Wouldn't he played be, very well. Wouldn't that be a waste if he, uh, if he was yeah. done? Yeah, well, for those three games of the year that he plays well, or one game of the year that he plays well, yeah, it'll be a waste. In Kalen's defence, he plays for the Knights. Yeah, I know. I think he, should, he should look pretty good in that team. Well, the problem is he's a fullback. He's, you know, if... if He's getting plenty of opportunity with the ball in his hand. He should look all right. But there's no one hitting the line. There's no forward. Yeah, there's no go for He's He's trying to make a play from the 40-meter line. 40 yeah, no, meters out with no wingers outside team. him. They're a bad football You team. put Kalen Ponger in any other team in the in the NRL, probably other than the Tigers, and Dallian, contention. Like, he's he's that good. But you put him in the Queensland team, and he's he's one of the best players. Well, he had one game. He had one good game. He didn't no. play great in the other two. The first game? Nah. He said two tries up. Please. Two tries. Two oh, tries. Ponger. Ponger. Please. Zero errors, two tries. Okay. All right. Great. Don't like him. He's a Queenslander. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> All right. Let's Do get you want to talk about another Queenslander? Let's get back. Well, we're going to. Yeah. Right. It's a Queensland podcast. Let's let's find <laughs> it. seems to be. It seems to be. Fuck. Come on, guys. Yeah. Lift your game. Lift your game. One and only episode ever. Yeah, this is it. It'll be after it'll be over after this. Ninety one percent Queensland rating. Queensland rating. Let's talk golf. Let's talk uh, golf. Sport, a sport that is close to both our hearts. We're playing, bit, playing in the morning. We are playing Look in the out. morning. Yeah, anything can happen. Anything can happen. But a, a sport that is close to both of us and mm. probably a little bit more closer to you at the moment than it is to me. No, not really. Let's talk the Open. Let's talk the Open. How good? My favourite week of golf of the year. Really? Yeah. Masters week? Masters week. Uh, well, you know what? It's got to like, be up there. No, no, no. So I love the Masters. Right. It's a difficult watch the Masters. Right. With the Open... I can settle in at five in the afternoon. Yeah. I can sit and I can watch. Yeah. I can I could nod off for a few hours. I could wake up at two in the morning. I can watch it again. With the Masters, it's a long day. Yeah. And I, I love the Masters. Probably my favourite tournament. Mm. Well, it is my favourite tournament. It's everyone's favourite tournament. But I think, yeah. I think the open coverage is my favourite week of golf. Mm. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I used to... Ho- especially when it's at St Andrews. It's the home of golf. It is. Absolutely. You know, it was 150. Well, plus it's, it's a great blah, blah, leveler. Blah, blah. The Open's yeah. a great leveler. And, it, and you you look at a lot of the American courses. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm going to divide some people here. There's a lot of different courses out there. But then you look at St. Andrews and you realise, holy shit, that's different. Yeah. You know, uh, the American courses, when you watch them week in, week out, you're like, oh, there's some variety there. And then you look at St. Andrews and you're like, no, they're the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this place. The fairways are three football fields wide. Yeah. But... You can't put it in so many different places. My question, and, this oh, is a good point. So my, good. My question straight up, mm. is St. Andrews redundant now? No. No, for that reason. For that reason. Relies, that, but now, mm. where the course was its own defence mm. for a long time, mm. it needs weather now. It was more obvious this week than ever. There were more greens driven. There were more players chipping from close to the green. Yeah. There were more eagles. Yeah. There were more birdies. 
But that's everywhere. Oh, yeah, I, I, no, no, no. That is I, everywhere. I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree. But we're talking about St. Andrews, talking about the home of golf. Yeah. Do they need to make changes to the course? No. No? Okay. In my opinion. Yeah. And I'll ask yours in a minute, but for one reason that you just, oh, there's some things you don't fuck with. Don't disagree. That, that's just, that's just, that's where I live and die. Yeah. There's some things you don't fuck with. They're, other than, I'm looking at the leaderboard now, other than ridiculously, you know, the the winners, first to tied 15th were 10 under. Yep. And then after that, it dropped significantly, right? People that made the cut, the guy that made the cut that came last out of the people that made the cut finished eight over, right? There's, a, there's, there's a, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people that made the cut that finished over par. And these guys do this for a job. Should right. you be able to shoot 64 in the last round of the Open? You should be able, You, if you do it, you should win. And that's what happened. And that's what happened, yeah. You know what I mean? If five people do it, then I think your question is on the table. If you look at, if you look, if you look at that leaderboard and you mm. go to tied 15th, right? Yeah. There's a, there's two five, under, well, there's a five under five under five, there's three five unders. Mm. There's two seven unders. Mm. There's a six under, another six under, another five under, and then the f- and then the penultimate group shoots fifteen under mm-hmm. between them. Yeah, like that's okay. what makes me concerned. That sure, unless there's weather, it's over for St Andrews. Sure, but then you've got people like John Rahm, right? Yep, big dog can play. Yeah, ex number ex world number one. Right, yeah. five minutes ago, right, finished seven under. Right? Guy can play. If yeah. that course is easy, he's not shooting seven under. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think this is the test of the course. There were a lot of places to miss and there were a lot of places not to be. Yeah. And the problem that I think we find ourselves in is the telecast follows the top ten people that aren't missing. And it looks easy as balls. Yeah. But if you look at, if you just put yourself on, you know, on, uh, on KO or on Fox and you just put yourself on hole three, and you watch every group that goes past. You look at the stats here, mate. Overwhelmingly, the majority of the field did not have a good time. <laughs> you but know the, what I mean? The top, the top twenty-eight and ties are eight under. Yeah, but from there it it drops, and then there's a lot. Look, look at all these people that just don't even make the cut. Oh, for sure. No, but you I, I, I mean? look. I, I don't think we can take that into account because there's always going to be people that have a shit week, and you know I don't care if you know. John Morgan shoots 11 over and misses the cut. What do you think the average... Uh, look, we haven't done the maths, but what do you think the average score is if you take from first to last place? What do you think the average score there is? I think the average score is somewhere near... I think the average score might be somewhere near two to two to four under. Yeah, but four under is still pretty deep for an open. But there's been opens that are one at even par. Opens that are one at... A couple under, two, three, four under par. My, look, my concern Long is, is that, yeah, yeah my, time ago. Look, mm. this is there's no definitive answer here. Mm. I just think it's a point for thought. It's is a, that, it's is a it, point. Yeah, is it, it's a point. If there's no weather, and 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 to be honest, mm. it's probably a lot of open tracks as well because links golf can open itself up to mm-hmm. fucking hit it wherever you want, right? Mm-hmm. I hope the old course isn't done as a as a real competitive venue because God, it's. It's the best place on earth. It's the old course. Let me ask you a question. When you look at that leaderboard, 
Does that not at least, to you, look exactly like every leaderboard we see on the US PGA Tour lately? Yeah, probably. Because these guys now have four four coaches, a strength coach, yeah. an equipment It's a coach. different game. It's a different game. Do you know what I mean? What, what, what? Are we maybe looking at that? Yeah, for sure. When I look at that leaderboard, do you know what I see? Mm. I see Rory's tee shot on the 10th tee at Augusta. That's what I see. That's all I see. I see the day that Rory died. Mm, really? That's yeah. all I see because he shoots six shots less than the winner. He should have won that going away. Mm. He is so he is so much the best ball striker in that field. Yes. There's no argument. There is he he hits a driver. It's criminal. It it is. It shouldn't be done that way. Mm. He's not he's four and a half feet tall. He's not big fella. That's what I see when I look at that. I go, you poor bugger. You know what I see when I look at that leaderboard? I see every stupid wanker who loves golf who goes down to the range three times a week to work on their swing. And I yeah. see that leaderboard and I want to shake them and I want to tell them it's all about putting. putting. Yeah. Well, that was absolutely proven. It's all about putting. Yeah. It always has been. It always will be. Yeah. It's why Greg Norman didn't win anything, any amount of things that he should have won yeah. because he was the best ball striker you've ever seen. Uh, until, until the device got squeezed. Yeah. Then he went wide right. No, but he... Well, yeah, sure, he did. <laughs> but the vice got squeezed because he never made a putt. Yeah, for sure. He put he himself in, putt in those his positions. Life. Yeah. Adam Scott is one of the best and still one of the best yeah. ball strikers you will ever see. Can't putt. Yeah. Right. Won a couple of things. Yes, sure, won a Masters. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely, he's one of my heroes. Yeah. Absolute legend. Yeah. But compared to his ball striking skills compared to his tournament wins, wins do not line up. Oh, no, they don't. And you look at Cam Smith, guy can pipe a ball. Dude can putt. Yeah. And that's it. And shit. But God, he can putt. Short game. I should say short game, shouldn't yeah. I? Yeah. But his putting is, it's not human. It's so easy. Mate, he doesn't even take a fucking practice swing. He just looks at the hole. He just looks at the hole and goes, did go you home, s- ball. <laughs> did you see that? He did that. He said that in an interview where he goes, yeah, no, I've never looked at a practice. I've never really had a practice swing. I've always just taken a long, hard look at the hole. Gauge the distance and look down. And when I read that, I thought to myself, not one golfer in Australia is having a practice putt this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there I'm is going to be three putts. I'm going to try that tomorrow. I'm going to have 54 putts. <laughs> it's it's like that when we played not that long ago and you gave me that little tip about moving the ball back in the fucking putting thing. And next I hit it about 12 feet past because I made solid contact. Well, it worked. The solid contact. Did. You said, I'm leaving it short. What yeah, do I do? Yeah. And I told you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Anyway. I agree. I think that more time spent on the on the range should be shoved towards the putting green and spend all your time there. Mate, hit, that, that's hit my, twenty balls and then go to the putting green for an hour. Mate, that's my hot tip to uh, young golfers out there. We can both play a bit of golf, and um, and I said to to some mates who were new to golf actually not long ago, just just as a funny sort of observation, we were we were down at the range before we teed off, and and I just said, have a look at that, and one of them said, what? I said, look down the range, and what do you see? And he went, I don't know, people practicing. I said, look over there at the putting green. Yeah, what do you see? And he went, what do you, what's your point? I said, mate, I reckon the average uh, handicap on that putting green over there would be about seven. Yeah. The average handicap on this driving range over here would be about 18. Yeah. I said, all the, all the good golfs are over there, mate. Yeah. You know, all the, all the B grade and C graders are like, oh, I want to hit my driver further. Yeah. You know, all the A grade are over, are over there before they tee off. Yeah. 
you know, and we all looked because we know what everyone's offered our local yeah. club, and we went, "Holy shit, yeah. that's really accurate." Yeah, yeah. So, but so anyway, Cam Smith, legend. Yeah, what, what, what a week, <sighs> mate. This season, I've pulled up a stat here. In this season of golf, Smith's won, uh, and the Fox Sports um, heading here is fantastic. Thirteen million dollar man. Smith's insane season earnings as Aussie gets rich the old-fashioned way. Salty. Mm. Well, very salty. 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 Love that, though. $13 million in a season. Yeah, it's a lot. Now, that has nothing to do with endorsement. That's just putts. Yeah. It's <laughs> just putting the ball in the hole for yeah. a dollar. That's Scotty Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it? Is He's it got a Scotty ping? Cameron. Has he got a ping, does he? He blacked it out. Have you noticed that? Wow. If you go back and watch the open final round when they zoom in on his putter, it's been very poorly, totally blacked out. Wow. So I don't actually know what it is. But it's been like covered up. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Fly Emirates. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, killing it. Smithy, local boy, absolute legend. No, he seems like a good fella too. You know what? Yeah, hey, Bronco fan. Well, we can't have everything. Bronco fan. Did you see the backpack? He walked. Oh, in, yes, yes. I did see the backpack. Walked into the British Open with a Broncos members backpack. Oh, hey. Enough of the Broncos. Queenslander. Well, <laughs> to an animal of another type, mm. tiger. Yeah. Oh. Heartbreaking? Uh, no. No, I think, I think he had to miss the cut. I, I don't think he was ever making the cut. The problem... The problem with that I've got with Tiger is the reason Tiger's so good is he just doesn't quit, and he he might need to. Yeah, I think his body's finally telling him. Yeah, I, and and he can't he can't walk out in holes, mate. No, and and you can just tell he cannot put any weight on that back leg. Of course he can't, and and that's fine. Yeah, you know that's fine, mate. You're 110, and yeah. you shouldn't be walking. Yeah, the fact that you're even in the open yeah. and shooting, not mate, disgusting play, scores. Played pretty good in the second round. The fact that you're still doing that he was threatening what to, a freak you he are. He was threatening to make the cut. He was he was playing really well that front yeah. nine, and then it's just too much. He's an old man who's legally crippled, yeah. and he's ma- nearly making the cut yeah. in the open. It'll like, be interesting to see what happens if he, he's he got an off-season under his belt, being semi-healthy but going into it. Whereas this is a, this is a recuperation. Mm. Like, he's still not... He hasn't had any... Do you think he went to the open this year to win it, or do you think he went because he could? I think he went because he could. Yeah. I think he went because this was possibly the last time he could play at St Andrews. It's not there for another six years. Yeah. But the telling sign... That's a good point. I didn't think of that. The yeah. telling sign was, everyone was wondering if this would be the last year. He didn't stop on the bridge. He didn't stop on the bridge. Everyone else has stopped on the bridge. He just walked over the bridge. Yeah, but Tiger does what Tiger does. Yeah, I know that. But you'd think... Tiger's proud. Yeah. He's, but he could still go back in six years. That that seemed like that walk up eighteen seemed like a wave goodbye to me. The way everyone else, the way the other players stood, stood back, back, the way he took the hat off, the way he had a cry. Yeah, he had a cry. Yeah, you know, visibly, he didn't even try to hide yeah. it. He just had a cry. Yeah, and I that to me, he might have walked over the bridge thinking this isn't the last time. But I reckon by the time he got to the green, he sort of knew. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> he went, yeah, okay, I'll well, go back, stand on the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> can we go back? <laughs> He wanted to walk back, but he couldn't turn around. No. No, <laughs> Mate, really... Tiger, Tiger's Tiger. You and I got a love affair with Tiger. Who doesn't? Anyone who 
anyone doesn't think he's the goat of all things goat worthy of just an idiot in my no, opinion. He's, a, he's an absolute legend. No one's been further ahead of the competition for longer in anything no, ever. He's, he's it's the best. just insane. He's so the best. We love Tiger here on officially underqualified. We always will. And yep. and I'll fight to the death anyone who wants to say anything else. Yeah, I agree. Fair enough. I hope we get to see him again. I hope he comes back to competitive golf. Golf sort of lives I think golf, he will. Golf, golf lives golf lives or dies with Tiger for me. I struggle with the new players. They're just not Tiger. I probably need to change my tune because a, we're going to be without him for a lot longer. Barter. It's a tough it, it, it's mate. A, I, I That's like that. quitting basketball because Jordan's gone. Yeah. It's like there's plenty of good players. Yeah. You know, and you know, if you had to stop watching basketball when Jordan finished, you'd never see. You never would have seen Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So you, you got to think of that things like you never would have seen LeBron James. You would have seen these awesome people. So yeah. There's still know. no MJ. Just stop being a cranky old man, mate. Still no MJ. Well, I, I've got I've got ten years on you, so I've got ten years of crankiness. Is that all? Looks a lot more. Had a lot of sickness. Looks a lot more. <laughs> Looks a lot more. <laughs> All right. We don't just love Aussie sports here. We're we're fans of international stuff. We are. And there's been a big, a big transition this week. You all right? I'm good. What you got cramp for? Brilliant how we're just referencing that you're 10 years older than me. I just tried to move my knee and yeah. it didn't want to move. Yeah. I, it that looked, was a lot looked of pain. a lot of pain. Yeah. I haven't done that yet. I'm not gimpy. No, I'm on a waiting list. I need to get it all cleaned out. Oh, it's still that one. Reattached, yeah. So right, every okay. now and then if I don't move the leg for a period of time, yes. I get the old man leg where I need help getting yes. up. Right. Okay, well. <laughs> I know. You know what? I'm going to enjoy watching that at the end. I know when it's going to rain tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> it starts way. to creep. Yeah, it's the knee barometer. <laughs> the knee barometer. <laughs> so there's been a big, there's been a big <laughs> transition this week here on the Gold Coast. Yes. The Cachel family has joined the dark side. Tell us about that. I don't really want to. Well, let me just put this out. So I'm a big Yankees fan. Yeah. And Greg's son has been playing baseball for the last six months and became a Red Sox fan. Yeah. And so then you became a Red Sox fan because that just made it easy. Well, yeah. So I used to like the Yankees when I was a kid. Don't start like that. Don't no, start like that. No, I did. Okay. All right. Um, got a Yankees hat, got a Yankees jumper. Yeah. But the boy, uh, but uh, what? not into baseball. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Right? Always loved it. But just, lo- I love too many other fucking, fucking sports. Yeah, you you got to watch some AFL. <laughs> I've got to watch some AFL. <laughs> wow. Well, we were just watching the baseball. And we literally had this discussion of, oh, buddy, we gotta we got to pick a team to choose. If you're going to play baseball, we got to go for someone. So we literally sat there on YouTube on the MLB highlights package and we watched like every game. And we just sat there, and then there was a big, angry redhead playing mm. for Boston. Mm. And he went, oh, I'll go for him. And I went, yeah, yeah, righto, whatever. It didn't I sit s- right, did it? There was something wrong. Like I it just still, didn't feel right. I just really like watching the Yankees. Yeah. Like, I really like their players. I've got all the memorabilia. I've got all the gear. And now I feel like I might have my first team separate to my kid, which I think is good fun. It is good fun. So we like all the same teams for everything. Yeah, I'm thinking about because uh, so I, I, I still don't have a team to support. He's chosen his team. I've never played baseball. Okay. I know nothing. It's just fun. So you like the Yankees, big time. Uh, my mate Mikey likes the Yankees as well. My son likes Boston, and I'm sort of like, what do I do? My dad was an Astros fan, right? So we used to have that little back and forth. Okay, uh, they, they're good. they're going okay this yeah, year. Yeah, they they got a good team. That, okay. Yankees are struggling to beat them actually. It's yeah. going to come down to them too, I think, in the in the American League, but. Yeah, it's good to have someone that is on of an opposite team. 
makes all the difference. A guy that I coach footy with, he's a big Red Sox fan, has been for like 30 years. Right. So it's nice to have that little back and forth, and they've just gone through a, tr- a dreadful run. You know, their run differential is about minus 55 for the last five games. Yeah, I mean, they had 24 put on them the other, yeah. the other night. They had it inside the park uh, Grand Slam. Yes. That was funny. Yeah. That was funny. So I'm looking forward. I am looking forward to having you on the side. Bit of a bit of Yankee pride. Well, in in the same way that my son and I share every team, you and I hate each other's every other yes. team. We we disagree on everything yes. else. So it would be nice for this Just podcast to have one, one thing. thing. Uh, and I would I would be lying if I said that, that didn't have something to do with it because yeah. I thought well that would be good. So I don't know. Look, I'm still on the fence. I'm watching a lot of baseball. I'm getting really into it. Yeah, I really am it's getting into it. It's a really good it. sport. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna uh, look. I'm leaning that way, but I'm gonna pick a team. I'm not committing, but I'm gonna pick a team. Pick surely, teams. it's hard not to. Lot of lot of good players. I've got the same hat. I've got the same Yankee. Does hat it fit as well as one though? Yeah. Well, <laughs> mine's a couple of sizes smaller. <laughs> Your head. Oh god. Custom headphones. Those one on. size fits most. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so each week we'll do a little bit of a oh. chat about some international sport that's tickled our fancy for the week or if there's some news or whatever. Well, look, when the Premier League kicks off, yeah, I'm going to be chiming in with a bit of that. Yeah. Who's your, who's your Premier League team? Oh, I am a very firm Arsenal fan, okay. which is which is very annoying at the moment. But again, look, you know, picked Arsenal, junior soccer. Yeah. Six years old, seven years old, eight yeah, years old. You, you know, back then it was the uh, it was the early 90s. Yes, you know, Arsenal were killing it, wow, yeah. you know, picked that team. Yeah. And then never been the same since. But Bird, uh, camp? Bird camp? Yeah. Dennis Bird camp? Yeah. Just refused to fly? Oh, made some players. Thierry Henry? Well, that was after. A little bit later. Yeah, that was that was mid-90s, yeah? Henry? That, that was. That is still that is still just my... Patrick foot, Vieira? Foot, foot, footballing god, Thierry Freddie Henry. Youngberg? Look at me go. Youngberg. Youngberg, Youngberg thank Youngberg. you. Yeah. Uh, Robert Pires? Fuck, I'm on fire. Pires. This is taking me back. I was, I'm was i a Manchester United fan. So that's back in the teams that were just unbeatable. Right. Yeah. You yeah. really are a, a I'm a favorite. Well, they call me a favourite backer. Favourite backer. I'm known as a favourite backer, yeah. which is unfair. So, yeah. I chose I chose Manchester United because I was at a, I had a, I got a job and everyone was soccer mad and I was not. Soccer back to me then was AFL, what is to me now. Okay. And the only person I knew in soccer was David... Beckham, mm. the only person. Okay. And so I said to the guys, I'll well, fuck, who does Beckham play for? Yeah. And they go, Manchester United. I go, well, then one time, oh, you fuck with, da, da, da. I said, who do you go for? Oh, well, I go for Barcelona. Or I go for, yeah. you know, and I'm like, well. Same thing. I go, what difference does it make, mate? Yeah. Like, I'll go for, I'll go for uh, Manchester United. Yeah. Won the tipping comp. Yeah. Won the tipping comp. Didn't know what I was picking. Yeah. Got so into it. Yeah. It's, it's a bit more difficult for me now that it's not on Fox. It's a good game. It is a good game. A, a game. good game of a, a good game of Premier League soccer is hard yeah. to beat. It is a good game. It is one of the best run companies in terms of the English Premier League. Yeah, it is one of the best run franchises, if not the best in terms of a business mm. worldwide. It is incredible. Yeah, no doubt. The 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 reach that that sport has got, and the fact that every country in the world plays yeah. that sport. However, every country in the world watches. English Premier League. Yeah, yeah. They watch... It's a, the best product. They watch a group of teams that play within a bus ride of each other yeah. in the back corner of South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that's how good that product yeah. is. It's insane. It's a good product. And um, you yeah, know the fanfare, the way they do, the way they, the way they just run their comp, the way they just do the fanfare. You sit there and you watch a Premier League game live, and even just the way the commentators present, present the way oh, they announce great. the teams and yeah. the amount of detail they've they've, they've got and. They've got these international greats from all over the world, and yeah. you just can't help it. No, you can't. You can't help you go. This is good. Yeah. I like ha- it. Have you watched Ted Lasso TV show? No, you're not big on the TV. I know that. No, I'm not big on the TV. So but you, I'd, 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 I'll say this: that is do yourself a favor. Top three things I need to watch. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. You will love Ted. Feel Lasso. good, isn't it? To feel feel good. good. Yeah, it's it's great. Love it. The winner wins. Four out of f- it gets four stars for me. Ooh. Yeah, it's very, very good. Bonafide Matt Stars. Bonafide Matt Stars. Right. Yeah. Born to watch. Born to watch. You want to hear more amazing <laughs> movie tidbits, head over to Born to Watch Podcast. Plug. Plugging yeah. another podcast. Well, you know. Why not? It's, it's under the umbrella. Why not? It's under the umbrella. <laughs> it's all the one umbrella. DBL Media. In conjunction with Panic Room Productions. Watch it. Watch it. Watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and again, we're going to get a guest on. Yeah, that, I think that's a good go. What do you think? Yeah, I think that'd be good. Something from uh, different walks of life and different different business interests and some different sporting interests and well, different and I, point of view. You and I are both into business. A little um, bit. I, you know, I um, love small business, love figuring out how businesses work and how people make money and, and, and what makes a business owner tick. Yeah. Because it takes a special breed of idiot to 100%. work 24 hours a day yeah. on and their then own business. Your, and then spend your off time... Working, recording a podcast, recording a podcast. Yeah. Here, here we both are for four people. So we, yeah, I, yeah, we, Matt, Matt and I have talked, and we're going to get some uh, some guests on that that own local businesses and, uh, and that are sport fans. Yep, we'll get to know them. We'll get to know you know how, what makes their business work, and we might even ask them to stick around and give their opinion on some sports stuff. And possibly, possibly yeah. depends on what sport. Depends how the first bit goes. Like if they're shit house, we'll just usher them out. Well, if they're an AFL fan, yeah. Look, in all honesty. <laughs> We're not getting any AFL fans in here. I think you have to. No, fuck that. Well, I want to niche. It's called niching the demographic. We're a sport podcast, man. Niching the demographic. <laughs> right. Now your target market. Now your target market. Yeah. Manly fans who support Man United and the and Yankees. The Yankees. Yeah. And well, you know, you've chosen well there. That's half the population. It is <laughs> not the Manly fan bit. No. On that note, yeah, it's been a good first episode, mate. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, well... I think we'll make two. Well, we'll make three. We might even make four. Yeah, we'll do do at least four, ladies and gentlemen. Stay with us for four. Stay with us for four. four. We'll revisit it after four. After four. We'll see whether it's worth moving on. The four-pod itch, we'll call it. it. (laughs) This is it. I'm just going to coin terms throughout the podcast. That's a T-shirt. Four-pod itch. The four-pod itch. The other T-shirt they like, it's all in the edit. It's all in the edit. And there'll be a lot of editing when it comes to officially underqualified. Yeah. Two idiots talking sport. And other shit. All right. Okay. Thanks so much, people. And we will see you next week on the line. Thanks for listening to Officially Underqualified. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like more, you'll find us on all good podcasting platforms. Don't forget to follow us and give the show a five-star review. It really helps us to grow the show.